0: is the title of this devotion. Why, especially when the body that you live in is having its issues, and oh my goodness, can that body be like a leaking house or like a creaking house or like a deteriorating house? And that's what the Bible says. Do not be discouraged when you see the outer man perishing because the inner man is being renewed day by day, providing for you the knowledge of a great weight of glory that is awaiting you in the presence of the Lord. You read this in 2 Corinthians 4, starting at verse 16. You see, friends, all of us have the issues with this physical body we live in. And (laughs) no matter how hard you try, it is a dying body because it is part of the nature of Adam. And the nature of Adam has brought death to man, but the nature of Christ has brought life to man. Through Adam, we all die because of his sin, but through Christ, we all live because of his righteousness. And that is the gospel that we can read about in Romans chapter five and six. Why stay in this body is the title of this devotion. Why? Why would I stay in this body, especially when the body is giving you such a hard time Maybe, maybe I have a hard time breathing. Oh, I will never, ever forget our dear friend Neil Colson in Hereford. What a beautiful man he was. What a precious man that I had the privilege of considering my friend and had a time to work together with him with my dear friend Pastor Phil. Uh, Arnold there in, in, in Jubilee Christian Center in, in Hereford, a wonderful church and a phenomenal pastor, Pastor Phil and Chris Arnold, good friends. I've known them for, for over many, uh, 35 years or so. But Neil Kosa was one of the key carriers in the church, an incredible, remarkable man. But, but his body was being eaten alive with this painful cancer. And the last time I saw him, I went to go see him in the hospital and his right hand, arm was terribly swollen and every breath he took, every breath he took was so hard work. And his dear wife, Jill, was right next to him there. Beautiful saints of God. And you see, people that don't know Christ don't understand that. It. it makes them, them question the love of God. But for Neil, the love of God is what upheld him, sustained him in his sickbed. The love of God is what gave him hope beyond the grave. The love of God is what gave him joy and salvation. You see, I mean, for him it was the opposite, and I'll never forget. Neil was there, he was so sweet, so friendly, even though he physically struggled unbearably. And then this nurse who was working there came in the room for a moment, and it was amazing to watch. I saw Neil's spirit just come up in that body and try to be a witness to her. Despite that he had such suffering in his flesh, he was a witness to her about Jesus Christ. And I thought, my goodness, Father, how precious the treasure, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6, that we bear in this earthen vessel, how precious that treasure why stay in this body? Let me read to you here Philippians chapter 1 starting at verse 20. This is in keeping with my own eager desire and persistent expectation and hope that I shall not disgrace myself nor be put to shame in anything but that with the utmost freedom of speech and unfailing courage now as always here to before, Christ the Messiah will be magnified and get glory and praise in this body of mine and be boldly exalted in my person, whether through by life or through by death. For me to live is Christ, His life in me. And to die is gain, the gain of the glory of eternity. If, however, it is to be life in the flesh and I am to live on here, that means fruitful service for me. So I can say nothing as to my personal preference. I cannot choose. I am hard pressed really between the two. My yearning desire is to depart this body, to be free of this world and to set forth to be with Christ, which I know is so far better. Why stay in this body? Like I said yesterday, we are the visible expression of the invisible. The invisible becomes visible in me, is what I talked about yesterday's devotion. Today, I want to remind you why you really are in this body. Or did you not know what it says right here in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, Chapter 6? Did you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you're not your own? For you were bought at a price with the precious blood of Jesus. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. And that's what Paul was saying here in Philippians 1. I know why I'm in this body here on earth, is that in nothing I will be ashamed of myself, but that Christ will be magnified in my body, whether it is for me to live or for me to go ahead and die and be with the Lord. That in whatever state He receives glory, Let it be like Neil Coulson. Up to his last breath, which was all, took all the might for him to be able to keep breathing. He gave glory to God. And you could see the treasure in the earthen vessel. And it was obvious that the glory was of God and not himself. And Neil was a witness to the praise and the glory of what Christ has accomplished to purchase our body with His blood and make us the temple of His Holy Spirit. I want to show you two things in closing in this devotion. Luke chapter 24, please. Verse 36. Now, as they said these things, Jesus Himself stood in their midst and said to them, Peace to you. And they were terrified and frightened, supposing they had seen a spirit, a ghost, and he said to them, why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is myself. Handle me and see, for spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet that had been pierced on the cross. This is Jesus being revealed to his disciples after his resurrection and while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence to show, I am not just a ghost, I have flesh and bones. And what were they seeing? They were seeing the resurrected, body of the Lord Jesus. As it says in Psalm 16, and Peter preaches in Acts 2:33 that Jesus' body saw no corruption, but he was raised from the dead to the praise and the glory of God's spirit of holiness in him, presenting him without blame as our representative before the Father. You see, Jesus conquered, overcame, and deprived sin of its power over all who received the sacrifice he made. He conquered sin and death, and for all who receive Jesus Christ, receive that all conquering or become more than conquers through him, as it says in Romans 8:31. And Jesus Christ, my dear friends, shows himself alive from the dead in his resurrected body. And even though they could see him, their faith did not connect with what they were seeing until this. Then he said to them, these are the words, verse 44 of Luke 24, which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. They did not really connect with what they're seeing, until the scriptures showed them what they were seeing. And see, it is through the Word that we recognize Christ and it is through Christ that the Word becomes alive to us. These scriptures that had been hidden by God were now revealed as testifying to the truth through Jesus Christ. And they bore witness of His resurrected body Now go with me in closing to Revelations. Revelations. Okay. Revelations, chapter one, verse 10. Here it is. Sorry for the time delay. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Revelations one, verse 10. And I heard behind behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Elva and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see right in the book and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, in Ephesus, Smyrna, and Perigmas, and Thyatira, and Sardis, and Philadelphia, and Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man clothed with a garment down to the feet and girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as the snow, and his eyes like like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in the furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters, and so forth and so forth. What was John seeing here? He was seeing Jesus in the reward of God. He was seeing Jesus glorified. You see, he saw Jesus resurrected. But now he saw Jesus glorified. And I want to encourage you, why stay in this body? To live to the glory and praise of God, to partake of His holy, heavenly nature, that he has given us at the right hand in Jesus, down here in us by his Holy Spirit. That Christ is formed in us in all that we are, say, and do. And that he is magnified and praised that all the world may see that God sent his Son into the world and that he loves us as much as he loves him and to as many as receive him. They, Father, gives the power to become His sons and daughters and that we are signs and wonders today to the praise and glory of God through Jesus Christ and may enter the fullness of our reward when we see Him and be like Him and receive the reward of being His witnesses to be perfectly conformed and transformed into His likeness that He may present us to the Father holy acceptable and without blaming his love. Oh, what an inheritance we are given together with all the saints in life today to live as he lives. And I'll pray, friends, know why you really are in this body. It's not for the mere temporal pleasures of this life, but for the glory that's eternal to which you're called. Amen. Have a good day.